Love this podcast? Support it and sponsor today. Simply head to OzCastNetwork.com for details. Let Safeway help you unleash your globe with your favorite personal care products. Right now at Safeway, get great deals on all your favorite personal care products, like Head & Shoulders Base Shampoo, Crest 3D Whitening Toothpaste, Listerine Antiseptic Mouthwash, Sensodyne Sensitivity Fresh Toothpaste, Degree Women Antiperspirant Deodorant, or Soft Soap Liquid Hand Soap. Visit Safeway.com or head into your local Safeway store for more deals and specific details. There's three sides to every story. There's my side, your side, and the truth. What is it with rock stars thinking this entire planet is some sort of all-you-can-eat, booty-groping, sexual smorgasbord? You should withdraw that. And if you don't, we will have to do with it on the floor of the Senate. Australians who haven't got the time to go around and get on Twitter and wear t-shirts. The kids who are sick cannot do their hip-hop anymore. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. G'day and welcome to The Curb. My name's Andrew Pearce and this is the podcast that's all about culture, unity, reviews and banter. This podcast is proudly recorded on the lands of the Wajak people of Perth region and in pay respects their elders both past, present and emerging. On this episode I chat with one of the directors of the film Waiting, the Van Duren story, which is going to be screening at this year's Melbourne Documentary Film Festival. Head over to the Melbourne Documentary Film Festival website mdff.org.au to check out the session times and also purchase tickets. So I have a chat with Wade Jackson about this film and talk about how the film was made and what went into it and also the discovery process about finding a lost idol in a stack of music. It's a really, really interesting documentary and if you like old music, say Beatles-esque music and you know the discovery of, of finding a new artist, then this is the film that's going to be for you. It's really, really uh, will hit that mark, that kind of searching for Sugar Man-esque vibe. So yeah, definitely head on over to the Melbourne Documentary Film Festival website, mdff.org.au to purchase tickets and to catch Waiting the Van Duren Story. The first band that we did together, I think, was Van and Chris Bell and then Jody Stevens. It was as great as I thought it was going to be. It was just a, a killer record. Van had a spark that made me follow him. Buddy, please, just, you know, don't forget me, man, you know, because I knew he was going to be a big, famous guy. I just, I knew it. Some people don't want to really be the big fish. Rock and roll can kill you, too, you know. Waiting. I felt honestly so connected to this album. There's certain lyrics in there that I'm like, they hit me right where it hurts. If this guy isn't a household name, he has to have a story. Why didn't he make it? This is it. The only copy we could find in Australia. Very, very, very strange. They're in 
into a cult, they're into a religion. What was it? Scientology. The Scientologists came into the studios seizing tapes. It was a very bad bunch. Quite plain and simple as to why things derailed there a long time ago. He was a con man. He was just a, a, a flim flam man. Our marriage is falling apart and then if his music is taken away too, you know. I never wanted to give up ever. There wasn't a, a day or a, or, or a minute that I would have ever given up because of Ann. We, we, we owed him this. And the guy goes, hey, wait, it's Steve. And I went, oh. And I went, oh, you speak with Andrew. And he, um, so what happened was, he goes, oh, no, that's our editor. Oh, right. so I, just did an interview. I just did a half an hour interview with someone else that I thought was from the curb. And, but what had happened was, I think um, Greg and I got mixed up. I thought they were interviewing Greg, but I, I, what I forgot to do was say, Greg, I'm doing the curb. Why don't you do the music? <laughs> so I'm so sorry because when I was on the phone, I had all these private calls coming through and I went, oh, God. Who's... <laughs> <laughs> no stress at all. These things happen. It's not a problem at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> no. Are you right to talk now? Are you I sure am, yeah. Yeah, no, I've got the time to do it now. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Awesome, then. Apologies, mate. Oh, don't be sorry at all. These things happen. It's great. <laughs> That's good. Um, so how's it been anyway? Like you, you're hitting all the media trail and stuff like that, getting ready for the, the big festivals and the launch in, um, was it Gold Coast is that you're, you're starting off at? Is that right? Yeah, Gold Coast Film Festival on the 8th. So that's, um, yeah, that, yeah, yeah it's, 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 been, uh, it's been hectic, but um, it's been really... Uh, you know, it's really exciting and and fun. Uh, you know, one of our early early kind of uh, uh, dreams making this film was, and one of the first questions we asked Sam when we first spoke with him was, "Have you ever been to Australia?" And he said, "No, it's 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 on my it's always been on my bucket list. I've always wanted to go." Um, you know, uh, the fact that we're only you know really. What are we up to? It's only a few weeks before he'll be actually here, so that's mm. that's the that's the exciting part of it. And the scary part is getting all this uh, all these screens and tour uh, and, and gigs together. But yeah, it's 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 been uh, it's been an amazing part of the journey. Yeah, yeah, I, and I'm curious about it, like because you obviously you've, you're a musician yourself. Uh, like, what have you been able to apply to this whole filmmaking experience in this this touring of the film uh, in a bit of a way because uh, obviously you'll be around with festivals and stuff like that but what experience from being a musician have you been able to apply to this filmmaking stuff um, I think my strength was because um, uh, the logistical stuff you know is all Greg uh, mainly Greg with his artist management background but to me I, I, I think it's I think during the film was um Understanding, understanding the, the the songwriting, the songs, and the craft, and and then also um, uh, understanding the the great disappointments that um, I, I've always considered myself to be kind of you know 
25, 30 years behind Van on, you know, your early disappointments, you know, releasing albums and no one hearing them. And I know a lot of musicians go go through that. And I mean, a lot of, a lot of artists do. Um, I think I could, I could really relate with Van on, um, on, on, on sort of the, 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 the bad times. Um, and relate to him on, you know, the, the, the great times of, you know, just when you, when you write a song that you think's amazing and, or, you, you know, you record a song that you think's amazing and getting into that kind of, it was quite easy for me to get into Van's psyche on, on how he worked and, and, and what, what really gave him a great buzz and, you know, what really made him feel, feel, uh, you know, upset him at times and, I think that was definitely my my strength uh, coming uh, coming into it as a musician. Yeah, yeah, and I guess I mean this is this is jumping ahead a little bit, but um, obviously now the films are completed. Is there you know is there a pressure for you in some regards to uh, to finding a, another Van Duren and and being like, all right, I've I've got to make make another film that's around this kind of thing, or is this a are you happy with having made this film and and you know, having that feather in your cap and saying, all right, I've made a film and I can move on to doing something else now. Well, I, during the process, uh, Greg and I both said to each other, we're never making another, uh, another film because we, we had no, no knowledge of what, how much hard work goes into it. Um, we knew there was a lot, but not, you know, three years of, of you know, really uh, head down us up. But, for me, I, I would I'd love to do another another. Uh, I don't, we're definitely going to do another film, but I, I'd love to do another story like Bands because there are so many out there. Mm. Um, I, the, the thing is, uh, you've got to pick the right one because you can't just have uh, an artist that, um, in my opinion, that just just got bad luck. You, you know what I mean? You need those um, those twists and um, uh, you know. Like like Van had, you know, had so many you know, bad management, bad decisions, um, bad luck, um, yeah. bad people around him. You know, you you, you need a story to, to tell. Otherwise, it's only nerds like me would watch it. Um, music nerds probably like me and <laughs> anyone else that would you know get into that kind of thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I I I think that like I'm a bit of a music nerd myself, but I think having watched it, I think that. Um, you know that journey, that mystery of, of of why somebody as good as him has uh, been hidden for so long is enough to to carry through people uh, who may not be a music nerd. So that that in itself is a is a positive part. Um, and you know it's a, the thing is, if it's a good film, then uh, people enjoy it regardless of what the subject material is. And and I think this is a good film. And it certainly you know it goes down some interesting paths in a long a lot of ways and. Uh, when uh, Scientology po- pops up, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, <laughs> this is a bit. Oh weird. yeah. Yeah. So, did you ever kind of envisage that it would go that far, uh, or did you just, you know, there's that there's this feeling that at the beginning of it, you were just like, you know, we're going to go across to America and just find out what's happened with this guy, uh, not ever kind of expecting that you would go down that path. Uh, is that the is that how you manage the, the the filmmaking process in in it in the sense it was just a bit uh, not so structured I guess is the the term I'm looking for. Well, we had a we, we had um, I mean it, it definitely opened up 
a lot more once we started interviewing people uh, and finding out a lot. But we 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 knew we knew about Van had told us about the Scientology um, aspect of of that time when he was when he was up, up uh, in Connecticut. Uh, the one thing was we found was really interesting because Greg and I, of course, have never interviewed anybody uh, before as well. So we we had to find our feet pretty quick, um, and we were lucky with the with the first uh, first couple of interviews we did. Um, the people we were interviewing were great, and they were, you know talkative and personable and great. And you know there were, there were some people that we later found out you know um, freeze up when the when the camera's on. They just it's just a a, a nerve, nervous thing, which is mm. you know, understandable. But we, um, it's funny when we were asking people about the Scientology, you the, you could see the body language change, and um, you know the people that were up at the studio, and some people didn't talk about it. Some people even said, "Oh, I don't want to go into that," um, which kind of you know made Greg and I more hungry to find out um, uh, what what actually happened and. So it was, it was strange, and even you know, a couple just it was so strange seeing people's body language. You know, like uh, they would get fidgety or something right. like that. So finding um, when we started talking to some people about it, that was yeah, that that opened up even more, and um, yeah, it was a, it was kind of a it, it was a big that was a big fish to try and reel in, and we we had to do it. We had to kind of. Uh, do it, do it right so that we weren't, um, you know, got, got to our last interview and re- relying on, you know, one person to tell the whole story. So, yeah, it's definitely, definitely a, a big part. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, I mean, there's a, there's a bit of a, a leap of faith kind of aspect of it in the sense that, you know, uh, definitely you've got to hope that it, it, it all plays out. And there's that moment which I, you know, <laughs> even though you're hearing the music along the way um there's a moment where you you're talking about how you might not actually be able to get the rights to the music and it's a lump in your throat moment because you're a bit like oh my gosh right like we've already heard some of the songs so you know that you get the rights to the music but it's it's still in that moment is a bit terrifying and frightening i can't imagine what it yeah. would have been like for you guys oh <laughs> uh, it was it was yeah. It was um, yeah. We were we were we just said basically it's going to be ha- we're either going to have to just shelve it or um, do one of those like you know those horrible bloody BBC documentaries on the Beatles where they can't get the rights to the music so oh, they yeah. do those fake Beatles songs. <laughs> <laughs> so I started thinking as a musician. I'm thinking. How am I going to do this? Because it's not like I can, you know, just make fake Mandarin songs because nobody knows Mandarin. Yeah, that would be so hard as well. Just be, you know, to to try and replicate what what's going on there. That would be, it would just been impossible. Yeah, but it's it's great that it, it you know ended out all right for you guys. But it's just you know that's the thing is finding those natural moments of tension and things like that is. Uh, it's not easy, but um, they they happen naturally as well. You're kind of put into that situation, so it makes it even more entertaining and uh, engaging in a, a lot of ways. So it's, it's it's what makes the film good. So that's great, yeah. And and though like a lot of those um, a lot of those parts were all they were all just completely natural because um, 
Greg and I, uh, Greg and I were never meant to be in the film, um, but we just had it in our heads that we'd shoot ourselves all the time just for for content, like you know, social media content. And um, I mean, a lot of the stuff we did, we had the camera the wrong way up, so you know, we had it um, vertical instead of you know horizontal. So, but we, those are the moments where. You, you you are genuinely on the on the journey with us. It's um uh, like you know I'm not saying that anything else is acted out, but you know there's obviously we're interviewed where it's it's a, you know that was shot by Jonathan where you see Greg and I when we're interviewed. That's you know that's kind of after after the journey reflecting on it. But all those yeah live you know straight to straight to iPhone stuff. That's all while while it's happening. So yeah that that lump in the moment is you know when we kind of had the realization of oh shit <laughs> hang on <laughs> yeah this is this is uh, all happening right now so wh- how much footage do you have did you have at the end of it as well oh we had we had a lot of footage um you know there were 25 interviews um there were lots of lots of stuff for greg and i greg and i were we were just filming, uh, filming each other, or filming ourselves before the trip. You know, it's like a little diary, and um, and then you know, when you interview, um, when you interview twenty five people, you, you're going to get the same story a lot. Um, and unfortunately, uh, you can't keep telling the same the same story. And you obviously very difficult to just have a character pop up. Mm. So. Not not every not all not all of it made it to uh, not not everyone we interviewed made it to to the the finished product um, sadly but there's some great stuff and we've definitely got some uh, awesome stuff for DVD extras that's for sure oh that's good yeah yeah now I'm curious because this kind of this all started because of uh, a guy tweeting out on Twitter that he's listening to the music have you spoken to him about what kind of journey that he's put you guys on. Yeah, we we actually have um, that. You know, just when you were saying that, then I, I, every time I just I get goosebumps. You know, I just think about the ridiculousness of of how that happened. That you know, this, this guy who's got I had thirty eight followers living in England somewhere, um, and you know, I, I we, Greg and I pushed and pushed Twitter to get get involved in this. Uh, like you know this. No matter what happens with the film, it's still bloody amazing that that story alone. And mm. so we, um, and the fact that I hardly ever checked Twitter, and it was just that day I checked it, and you know that that album cover that stopped me. Um, but we, I actually, at the end of it, before we launched, uh, we had the, the world premiere in Memphis. I said to Greg, I want to reach out to this guy because I'd, I'd kind of dropped him a few. Uh, little questions about um, you know I, I put a single out a couple of singles out while while we were doing the you know making film and he'd shared them and I you know I'd thanked him and said hey and I actually one of them was a bit cheeky I said to him hey man do you still listen to Van Duren um, and he wrote back yeah man yeah it's great and I said oh yeah cool cool um, but once, just about a week before we left for Memphis, I said to uh, Greg, "I'm going to, I'm going to send, um, send Drew a message." And so I know this sounds really weird, but 
I'd love to have a chat with you on Skype regarding some music that we we both both love that um, that you know you're directly involved with. Um, he said, "Yeah, sure." So we we worked at, worked at a time and I jumped on Skype and I filmed it. So I you, you see me, which I you know definitely got to be on the DVD extras because he. I tell them, I tell him everything that happened, and then I say, "We've made this film, and we're, um, we're, you know, we're we're, we're going to Memphis to put out. And we, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have made it." And he was just completely chuffed, and um, yeah, just, he was he was in shock a little. And we're going, he's going to come to the London screening on the twenty second of March, so he okay, we'll, okay. we'll all get to meet him. He can meet Van, and yeah, just. Just goes to show that you know one, you know, someone with thirty-eight followers can can change three people's lives. You know, my, uh, mine, Greg's, and, and Van. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, exactly. Not not just you and, and Greg, but it's also you know somebody that you all admire and and have learned to appreciate, and and that in itself is uh, it's kind of the miracle of the digital age in the sense that you know these artists. And you know, it doesn't matter if they were from 30, 40 years ago or from today. These people, you know, can be plucked out of almost obscurity and and brought into the the public light in a bit more detail. So it's it's great that you've been able to do that for for somebody whose music is really good. You know, it's elevating him a lot higher than uh, he ever was way back when, which is uh, it's great. Um, you know, I guess that success does come to to people eventually. Uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, it may not be the traditional way, but it, as long as it's getting there, <laughs> it's yeah, that, that's yeah. exactly right. He, um, I mean, that that that's the, the first and foremost. The thing about um, band is the music. Like without without that music uh, and that that quality, um, you know, it, it would never have happened. And I remember playing it to to a friend of mine once and she just you know just said after the first one she goes that that's old-fashioned songwriting that that that's the, the, the beautiful uh the, the beautiful art of of you know really really knowing your way around chords and and melodies and uh you know like like, like all the all the greats you know from you know the beatles to billy joel to you, you know just just those Really great songs that you know they're they're um and, and me now I'm I'm playing guitar for Van on the tour and just actually learning the songs you you, you realise they're just they're really unique and, and and incredibly well written yeah so how's that for you as well I mean if you're if, like gone from making a film about the guy to now you know playing with him on a on a tour as well is is that's got to be exciting. Like that's pinch yourself material. <laughs> yeah, it, it's in, it's insane. Um, the, the the thing was that that night when you when we uh, I, I've I've got up and played we we played a couple of Beatles songs together at, at a at a restaurant. That was amazing. I was so nervous. I just and he hit me. I think he knew that I'd be nervous. So he asked me like, "Hey, do you, you want to get jump up and do a song with me?" And uh, I couldn't say no. So I think that's what saved me. And then I was lucky enough in Memphis to do get up and sing one of the songs off Are You Serious with them, which I was I was horrible. Like because I'd I'd found out about it a week before, so I'd um 
I sat there in the audience just going, oh, God, God, he's going to call me up now? No, next track now? Uh, by the time I got up there, I was, just, yeah, I was, a, I was a bumbling idiot. But now just playing, uh, playing the songs and... We actually had our first rehearsal, the the backing band uh, within uh, from yesterday, and you know it was that that was a real uh, you know pinch yourself moment. Some couple of my friends who were playing in the group, um, I'd show, I, I, I I'd shown them this band's album when I first heard it, and you know we kind of all were sitting there going, "Wow, we're about to do, yeah, about to do this." You know, it is really pinch yourself stuff. Yeah. That's great. I mean, it's 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 also fantastic that you know you as a as an artist are able to experience all of this, and then uh, you know, kind of like a it's almost like time travel in some regards because you you're crossing you know a massive uh, gap of generations. You know, somebody from you know way back when who's been able to get a second life, all thanks to you. So it's great. It's fantastic. It's really nice to see. Um, and yeah, it's it's, it's sweet. Oh, we want, we need more of these stories. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's yeah, that's such a great way to put it because it, it, when it, you know when that time travel thing, you think about it. Um, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's, a, it's a fantastic experience. You know, even when, especially when you look at it like that, I'm you know suddenly going back and playing all the songs with Dan with. Um, you know the the way they were meant to be played, and you know, like a full band, you know, rock and roll environment. Um, all, all the while, while Van's in Australia. I mean, Van's never left the US, so this is this is pretty. Uh, he, he must be if 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 I'm pinching myself, like he must be <laughs> he must be pinching pretty hard over there too. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's, it's going to be great, and uh, certainly I know the audiences are really going to appreciate it as well. It's one of those. Um, kind of feel-good stories that has a good, uh, you know, a few different moments that will, as I'm saying, uh, leave uh, lumps in their throats and stuff like that. So it's exactly the kind of experience that I think that people want to in, engage with and, and enjoy as well. So, you know, hats off for making a really solid film that, um, you know, opens people's eyes to, to music that they didn't know existed. And I think, you know, as a, both a film lover and as a music lover, it's something that, I think that people need more of uh, being open uh, to experiencing new music that's really good and new films that are really good too. So uh, thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. That's really kind of you. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of The Curb. Hopefully you enjoyed the interview regarding the documentary Waiting the Van Duren Story. As I mentioned at the top of the episode, you can head over to the website, Melbourne Documentary Film Festival website, which is mdff.org.au, to purchase tickets and to catch what other great films are being screened at this year's festival. There's a lot of great content there. Uh, certainly, if you uh, throw a stone, you will be really, really excited about whatever you hit. There's a lot of great stuff. And hopefully you enjoy what I do on this particular podcast here um, and enjoy the content that is getting put up at The Curb, thecurb.com.au. You know, put a lot of work into it and hopefully you enjoy what you hear and what you read. It's, uh, you know, let me know if you enjoy it as well. You can always send me an email at contact at thecurb.com.au to, uh, you know, give some suggestions or questions or whatever you want. 
maybe if email isn't your thing, then you can always get in touch with us on social media. Facebook.com forward slash the curb AU or Twitter.com forward slash the curb AU. Or you just stick in the curb into your app and you will find us. Hey, if you also like what we do and you want to, you know, give us a little bit of financial support, we won't say no to that. Patreon.com forward slash the curb AU. Uh, everybody's got a Patreon account, but you know we do too. Uh, look, as little as a dollar a month helps keep the show running. We've got the Australian Film Month coming up in in August. We call it Ausgust. Doesn't really roll off the tongue, but it works. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of great stuff there. We're going to have a few competitions running on the website, and also a few exclusive ones for the Patreon supporters as well. So if you're not already a Patreon supporter, then head on over. Little's a dollar a month, and you'll be able to support the website and keep it on going. Hey, thanks again, guys, for listening. Make sure to head along to the Melbourne Documentary Film Festival and enjoy the films that are screening. There's a lot of great stuff. We'll see you on the next episode of The Curb. Love this podcast? Support it and sponsor today. Simply head to OzCastNetwork.com for details. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply.